With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus today's episode is brought to you by cars.com with over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you your budget your life your style And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is... Mike Brown, I am recording this live on Spotify Green Room uh, immediately after the Houston Rockets game this evening against uh, the hated Los Angeles Lakers. Um, Rockets lose 119-117. A lot of stuff to, to cover. Uh, it is now just after midnight Central Time, so uh, we'll go for about 30 to 35 minutes tonight will be the plan as this guy has to get up for work in the morning. But if you are listening uh, live here on Spotify Green Room, uh, if you would like to talk uh, about tonight's game with me, I welcome any and all uh, callers. Hit that request to speak button, and we'll bring you up on stage here uh, to talk all things Houston Rockets basketball. Um, Calvin Murphy said it himself uh, in the post game. Um, that he doesn't believe Joseph will get to you in just a second, my man. Um, he doesn't believe in moral victories and neither do I. That was a hell of a game. I mean, that was just a fun game to watch. 
the Rockets deserve to win that game. Uh, in my opinion, uh, they played about as well as you could ask. Uh, there are some things stat wise we'll get to uh, here in a few minutes. Uh, but as promised on Twitter all night, you want to talk Rockets basketball with me here on the post game show. Uh, I am here to listen to uh, any and all of our fans. So first speaker of the night, Joseph, welcome up on stage. Welcome to the show. What you got, my man? Uh, I, I think that that game was so much fun to watch. Like by far the most fun game of the season so far. I think. Yeah, I think it. Was, I think it was definitely up there. Um, you know, just getting to the box score now. We've been saying it for for what? What this is the seventh game that if you're gonna lose games, at least lose games with the young guys on the court. You know what I mean? That's what definitely, they did tonight. They, they 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 run and gunned with the Lakers. And you know what? Anybody who's familiar with the dream take previously Harden my take knows how much I personally hate the Los Angeles Lakers. I hate the Los Angeles Lakers more than any team in the league. I hate their fan base. I hate their commentators. I hate LeBron. I hate AD. I hate Carmelo. Like, I hate that entire team. I, they whine and bitch and moan more than any team out there. They did the same thing tonight. I would have loved to have beat them on their home court because that team is not that good. I, I don't believe in that team whatsoever. That team's not getting to the Western Conference Finals, and that team sure as hell isn't getting to the NBA Finals. My opinion. Yeah, that 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 Lakers team isn't winning anything this year. Not at all. Like, oh my no. god, the amount no. of times that Westbrook just charged recklessly into the paint with no plan whatsoever and just flailing around and getting calls. Like, I don't get it. I thought that's the kind of like non-basketball moves that they were supposedly eliminating with the new rule changes, but he was still well. That's the rule. I mean, that, that's yeah. the yeah. I mean, that's the the rules in, in Madison. I, I see. Uh, request to speak i'm gonna get to you in just a minute my man um that's that's the type of thing that this league is falling prey to is the fact that the rules apply to certain teams but don't apply to other teams and individuals lebron is in that group has he earned it you're damn right he's earned it phenomenal basketball player but don't don't sit here and tell me that certain rules don't apply to certain teams and players because they just don't you know, the Rockets are the Rockets came into their own tonight. This was this was a stepping stone moving forward. Um, Joseph, you got any last remarks? We got a, a bunch of speaker requests tonight, my man. So we gotta you gotta move kind of quick. Uh, but anything to add before yeah. I uh we move on to the next speaker? I'm gonna just say that I, I feel like this is exactly what everyone was looking for uh with this team. Just you know, going out there, playing hard, playing fast, sometimes playing a little messy, but just having fun out there. Like it was, it was good to see the guys like smiling, laughing, like it was good. And it, uh, I also want to say, I, it was really great seeing that after the first half, like the Lakers went out of their way to like make defensive adjustments to try and, and shut down Jalen green because he, he was such a, a problem. Yeah. Like that's, that's crazy. You know, they had to try and use a- Avery Bradley to like lock him down for the second half. And he still managed to, you know, spark up towards the end. So yeah, just great game. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. Joseph, uh, your input is always welcome here on the show. Uh, appreciate you joining the show, my man. Appreciate it. You got it. 
All right, we are going to move directly to the next speaker. We got Madison. Madison, welcome to the show. What you got for me on the show tonight? Hey, thanks for having me. I just wanted to talk, absolutely. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about um, the differences between the these two games. It seemed like the biggest difference to me was KPJ and KPJ's uh, success in actually managing the game and not hurting the team. I thought, I thought he was great tonight and just and just. The biggest thing that I that uh that bothers me with KPJ is he forces a lot of passes into the bigs as they roll. And tonight he did the opposite and started to find open shooters. And finding those open shooters opened up the offense uh way earlier. And I really appreciated that. It was something that I really wanted to see KPJ uh do more often because our open shooters could attack off those closeouts. So because KPJ was playing inside out like that, because usually when our bigs get it, they just shoot it. They don't know how to find shooters um, from from those positions or it's a turnover, which has been very predictable of KPJ. But because he was able to find those shooters, we got more open threes and more attacks attacks off the closeout, which is something I just really wanted KPJ to understand. Like he, he needed to do both, also hit the rolls, Roam in and find the open shooters. And I think what we're learning about Jalen Green is that he is a very much a rhythm player. Yes, he's a great shooter, but he's a streaky shooter because he's a rhythm player. So notice when he scored all his points in the first half, he got a lot of touches early, right? And so because he got those touches early, he was able to get in a rhythm, right? And so, you know, it was kind of tough in the second half because they changed the defense up, but also he, he wasn't getting the consistent touches to to actually get back into a rhythm and towards, until towards the end of the game, right? It's like Jalen, once he sees one go down, it's, you know, it's yeah. going it, to – he's one of those guys who get who gets really, really hot. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so I, I think – yeah, I think real quick, I think he's the type of dude also, when he doesn't get the calls, he doesn't bitch and moan to the referees. And I lo- – and I no, love that about the kid. Like, mm-hmm. he's 19. He plays like he's 29. He's going to get there. Like, tonight was a, t- tonight was a once, weight room once, game once for the Rockets. Started. Like, the Rockets need to hit the weight room. Every single player on this roster needs yeah. to get in the weight room this offseason. And a lot. <laughs> you know? It, it's. I mean, once, once JG hits that weight room, it's going to be, oh, he's going to be a problem because they're not going to be able yeah. to, uh, to force him out because he can't get the ball with, with physical defenders. He's, he's having a hard time creating separation with those guys who are being really physical with him, and that also affects his ability to get in the rhythm. Um, but, 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 we've, I, but what I liked is if people notice, he had four assists in the second half. So Jalen, which was supposed to be his biggest offensive weakness, was his passing. We've learned that he's really good at finding the open man and and leveraging that that gravity he has. He, he's he's starting to leverage that, and we're getting wide open shots. And there was yeah. a lot of uh, like the Shingun uh, drop pass. It was Shingun on those short rolls was open all night, and Jalen Green was the was the first to start hitting him on those moves and we got good actions out of those. I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed this game. It's okay, we, okay that we lost. It's fine. I wish JG would have got a chance to shoot that final shot, but I'm fine with how it turned out. We're not going to win them all. We're not expecting to win them. But but this was the type of growth that I'm looking for in the Rockets, like as a Rockets fan. This is what I want to see. I want to see the growth. And the growth in KPJ yeah. 
tonight because a lot of times KP, you can you can either tell KPJ is either fixated on scoring or fixated on passing. You know what I mean? He's in these two modes, and today it just felt like he played and he understood he had wide-open shooters and the lack of turnovers and us also getting out and running tonight. You can see that we still don't know quite how to run the best fast breaks, but we just did it tonight. We just were outran and pushed it real hard, and, and good things happened, and we have to play like that. And I hope, I hope the team recognizes that we got a lot of easy buckets in transition. Yeah. But we got to... Yeah, they gotta, they gotta, yeah, they gotta, yeah, they gotta watch the film. I totally agree. You know, they gotta learn how to play together. Eric Gordon, to me, needs to be traded. Is what tonight proved. Like he, he doesn't have a role on this team. I mean, I love the guy. I love what he's done for the team. But Madison, I mean, before you know, we get to the next speaker. If you want to give your thoughts on Eric Gordon, needs to go. Yeah, so I'm, I mean, I, so I'm fine. You know, I'm fine with Eric Gordon. I, I would like him to be traded so we can open up, you know, more playing time for the young guys. But I'm fine with Eric Gordon actually staying on the team because he he can play on and off the ball, and I I like the consistency of of him on the court of having somebody when the when the young guys are uh, struggling, somebody they can kind of lean on. Yeah. I, I'm fine with him on and off. And really, Armani Brooks just took Armani Brooks took most most of those minutes. Nawaba would be the guy I really would like to lose those minutes, just because he's so, he when he gets the ball, he's he's so tunnel vision. And I think one of the biggest problems with our team right now is the role players are doing too much, right? Uh, they they're trying to create too much, and and because everybody's young, everybody's trying to do more than what they're actually capable of. And that's why the team doesn't run cohesively because you don't have role players. You have all these guys who every time they touch the ball, they want to get a shot at. No, that's fair. Nice. Thank you for joining the show, my man. Thanks for having me, man. You got it. Anytime. Uh, Jonathan, before uh, we get to you and then to Ryan real quick, want to mention uh, Christian Wood was spectacular tonight. He had 26 points. He had, 16 rebounds on 11 of 19 from the field. Uh, played a great game. Jay Sean Tate, in my opinion, had his best game of the year. 20 points, five rebounds. Uh, played some phenomenal defense all over the court tonight. Uh, and KJ Martin Jr., we tweeted it out before the game. Uh, let him play 20-plus minutes and see what happens. And he was a plus four uh, while on the court. So as we say that, we welcome our next speaker. Jonathan, welcome to the show. What you got for me tonight, my man? Jonathan, are you there? Jonathan going once. Jonathan going oh, hey. twice. Yeah, hey. Oh, hey. I, hey, sorry yes, about sir. that. I think I had the, uh, uh, no the, worries. Uh, no worries. What you got for me tonight, my man? Yeah, yeah so I kind of want to give some credit to the coaching staff a little bit tonight. Um, so I like to look at these, these, these back-to-backs kind of like mini playoff series because it, it gives you a chance to make adjustments to the same team and see if you learn from the first game. So... If you look at this as like yeah. game two of a playoff series, I really liked what I saw in terms of adjustments tonight, like the aggression from the guards, um, you know, more playing time for the, for all the young guys. I mean, even though some of that was forced, but like seeing LP as the post playmaker was really nice to see. So I just want to see more of that going forward, honestly. Yeah. I think a couple of thoughts on that. Great points, by the way. Number one, you can't go five of 12 from the free throw line. Like, this is now a problem two games in a row. I don't know what the hell's going on at the free throw line for this team, but it's got to be addressed. I don't know if it's more time in practice. 
dedicated to this, but you can't go five of 12 from the line and expect to beat the Lakers inside of Staples Center. Second thing is they turned the ball over 24 times tonight. Unacceptable. You know, now young team, new rotations, they're still getting used to each other. So I totally get that. They still managed to put up 117 points against the Lakers. With both of those things, I will say this. Yeah. I like Shengun a lot. I'm a I'm big on on Alpi. I know people call him Alpi, Shengun, whatever you want to call him. He had six points and four rebounds, six points, four rebounds, four assists, but he impacts the game in so many different ways. I think he had he took three charges tonight. Like this dude is going to be a very good player. And what I saw tonight, I'm gonna go ahead and put this out there. He needs to start. You got to send Tice to the bench, in my opinion. I like Tice a lot. I'm glad they signed him. He feels like a bench guy to me. I don't know if you can send Shengun back to the bench. I just don't know. I don't think so. The way I'm feeling right now, it's 12.15 in the morning, so I'll probably just sleep deprived. But, like, Shengun starting just makes a whole lot of sense to me after seeing what I saw tonight, the way he impacts the game. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it it he definitely passes the eye test compared to Daniel Tice. I mean, I like so, Tice. I mean, Tice yeah, I, defensively impacts the game in a in a bigger way than Shingun. Shingun went toe to toe with Davis tonight, though. I mean, Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis. You know, he, he's going to do his usual thing this year. He's going to get hurt six times. He's going to play forty five to fifty games, uh, and he won't be reliable in the playoffs. Um, so you know, he had twenty seven points. He had nine rebounds. He had a nice game. He was a he was a negative. Uh, tonight in t- 32 minutes on the court, Anthony Davis was. So, I mean, that's a, an interesting aspect to the game. But, mm-hmm. you know, what else did you what else did you see from the game tonight that you liked? Yeah. Um, I mean, I just love the energy, honestly, that I saw from the get-go. Just um, the up and down movement of the ball. Just like, you know, I mean, I know there wasn't a lot of defense on, on either side, but the fact that the Rockets were able to keep up for most of the game, I was really pleased by that. Yeah, I thought the energy tonight was spectacular for them. Um, minute allocation, you know, Armani Brooks played nine minutes tonight. DJ Augustine played 13 minutes. Nawaba played 14 minutes. KJ Martin played 28 minutes. Jalen Green, 38 minutes, 24 points. He only had six points in the second half. I mean, you got to credit the Lakers for the defense that they played on him. Um, I think it was Madison that, that pointed that out. Um, you know, the, the fact that Avery Bradley, it was either him or it was Joseph, um, you know, that they literally had to create a defensive plan for Jalen green. Uh, Kevin Porter jr. Played 40 minutes tonight. I just don't know mm-hmm. if you're the coaching staff, how you go back to playing vets more minutes than the rooks. You know what I mean? Like I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how do you say, okay, Daniel House should be playing more than KJ Martin? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, unless you're just trying to audition those guys for trades down the down yeah. the road, but no, you know, it's and it's so funny, uh, John, that like you look at this and you're like, this team is this roster just doesn't make any sense. You know, like you have these young guys that you want to play, like John, how much fun would Josh Christopher have been on the court tonight versus I mean David Nwaba played great defense but David Nwaba in 14 minutes was a minus 14 on the court 
you're going to tell me Josh Christopher couldn't have done either just as bad or not a little bit better than Nawaba. Like Josh Christopher's energy would have been so sweet on the court tonight going up, you know, against a guy like Russell Westbrook, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Christopher, you know, he's like touted for his defensive potential, so seeing that against LeBron would have been nice. Would have put that to the yeah, test. and Lucas in the chat says, you know, KPJ defended LeBron, uh, not backing down from him. That's the thing. I, the th- one of the things I love about this team is that this team is fearless. Like, they don't fear anybody. They're not going into any of these games and they're like, oh, we're playing the Lakers. Like, they, they will go up against anybody, which I love. And that's the thing. I'm much more happy about a loss tonight playing the way that they did and playing with who they played with because they're getting these guys valuable minutes that they can't get in the G League. Like, at the beginning of the year, people saying that Shingun was going to go to the G League and Christopher being in the G League, like, none of that ever made sense. They need to be with the main club getting main minutes. So, uh, anything to add uh, before we move on to the next speaker, my man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say one last thing, I guess, about Carmelo Anthony. Sure. So, I think when we, when, we, when we signed him initially, I think we were, were expecting to get the Carmelo post-Portland with the whole catch-and-shoot ability. So, I think we just kind yeah. of messed up signing him before he kind of realized he could be better a better player if he were to develop that three-point shot. So, Sure. No, that's a great point. I think Carmelo never gave it a, a real shot here. Uh, I don't think he really gave a, you know, a chance to the roster, to the coaching staff. Um, I think it's once he got buddy, but you know, there with his buddy LeBron that he was willing to adapt his game. I mean, he's, a, I like Carmelo. I mean, as a player, I guess, I think he's overrated all time. Like I'm not putting him in my top 25 players of all time. You know, nice. He's a nice player. He's a great scorer. He's going to go into the hall of fame, but everybody in the NBA goes into the hall of fame. It feels like at some point, you know, so I uh, appreciate you joining the show tonight, John. You got it, brother. Until next time. Uh, all right, you. let's see. Um, all right, let's get to our next speaker. Good friend, Ryan. Ryan, what you got for the show tonight, my man? Hey, Mike. Uh, I just want to apologize uh, before I ask my question. I'm sorry about the Astros, guys. That was... <laughs> yeah, that was tough. That was really tough. 7 nothing tonight. Uh, not much of a fight. Atlanta's tough. I mean, Atlanta's just really, really good. And then, uh, but three World Series in five years, I will take. And the title, they will never take away from us. Yeah. Um, and then, so I, uh, I liked having, I liked seeing Armonia Brooks in early for those Eric Gordon minutes. I think you, you continue. I think you continue to give those minutes to Armonia Brooks. And then, at this point, I think so. What you were saying. To your point to uh, about the uh, Josh Christopher thing, you gotta just not play house and give his minutes to uh, Josh Christopher, and then what's the what's gonna happen with uh, Garuba? I haven't seen him in a little bit either. Yeah, I think a couple things on that. Those are obviously all great points. I would love for the Rockets to bring in another big man project. You know, like uh, like an Isaiah Hartenstein. Like, they need some more size up front because without Tice, obviously, tonight they got killed on the, you know, up front. I mean, rebounds-wise, what are we looking at? Rockets had 38 rebounds tonight to 43. So they didn't really get killed on the boards. But you can just see the size difference between the Lakers and the Rockets is substantial. The Rockets need another big man project 
to develop. You know, I would like to, I would have loved, we talked about him last show, but I would have loved Rashawn Holmes on this team. Right. Uh, I think Rashawn Holmes would have made a lot of sense, but they need a, a young guy to bring in. Now, maybe that's the draft next year. Maybe, you know, if that's a Chet Holmgren or maybe that's a, a Paolo Bonchero from Duke, you know, maybe we have to wait until the year. But tonight, tonight showed me a lot. You know, you know who I wouldn't mind on the Rockets? I wouldn't oh, mind the like Miles Turner. Yeah, I, if they could get Miles Turner, I'm all in on Miles Turner. Because the fact is, the Rockets are staring down, or I should say Raphael Stone is staring down the fact that they're going to have to turn Daniel House, John Wall, and Eric Gordon yeah. in, into something. Like, what is that something? You know, is that a, you know, does, does Philly eventually give in and trade Ben Simmons? Is it Miles Turner? Can the Rockets figure out a way to get a, I mean, I, I'd have to go, I'd have to go look, um, you know, is, can they get another big man somewhere? You know, does, what's his name? You know, if Denver, if Portland trades Lillard, you know, what would a, a Joseph Nurkic look like in Houston? You know, like that type of guy, I would love to play next to Christian Wood. I mean, Christian Wood is balling right now. He had 26 and 16 tonight. Like Christian Wood is a star. Like the trade, the trade Christian Wood train needs to leave the station and never come back at this point. Like in my eyes, trading Christian Wood never made any sense to me at any point. Right, right. Because the, the fact is, the fact is, with a guy like him, he chose to come here, and he said it himself that he chose to come here because he wanted to play for, for Silas. You lose a lot of credibility. Like, if Christian Wood was traded this year, you don't think he's going to go to other friends around the league and be like, look, I went to the Rockets and said I wanted to be there. I wanted to be with Silas. I understood the rebuild, and then they just trade me for draft picks. You don't think that's going to have long-lasting effects in the league? It a hundred percent does. Yeah. That's why um, they gave the contract that they gave to Chris Paul when they gave it, by the way. Yeah. It's for yeah. that exact reason. He was the president of the players union. Daryl Morey was not dumb. Daryl Morey couldn't get the job done, but he also was smart enough to know that you don't piss off influential guys in the league. Christian Wood is an eventual all-star. You don't piss a guy like that off and trade him when he's doing what he's doing right now. Doesn't make any we're, sense. We're playing. We're playing like Christian Wood. So we're playing enough to where we can possibly, once Christian Wood's contract does come to that point of an extension, we're playing to the point to where he'll want to uh, stick around for the long for the long uh, long haul. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta hope that. And tonight shows you have building blocks to play with with the Rockets. Jalen Green is a building block. Jay Sean Tate is a building block. Christian Wood is a building block. Shen Goon, building block. Um, I will say, I will say this. I know a lot of people are on the Kevin Porter Jr. train, and I don't know if I'm going to get slacked for this uh, at BSW Podcast underscore MB if you disagree with this take. I'm not sold on Kevin Porter Jr. being a long-term option for the Rockets. Ooh, huh. I'm not. Maybe not not, I, not, not. not at point guard. Maybe the shooting guard, but not at the point guard position. But that's the thing: is that you look at a guy like Jalen Green, and Jalen Green 
to me, Jalen Green is Jason Tatum. I'll, continue, I'll, I'll scream it from the rooftops. I said it when he was drafted. I've said it before on this show. I'm going to continue to say it. He screams Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is more of a, a hybrid three, more of a shooting guard. Kevin Porter Jr. may be the odd man out if this team to, continues to develop in that direction. Now, I like Kevin Porter Jr. a lot. I love the fact that he has said that the Rockets uh, saved his career. I think it's an awesome story. I think the fact of him being with John Lucas has done a tremendous amount for his career. But you can't look at what Kevin Porter Jr. has done so far this year and say he's absolutely a must-keep on this team. That's where I'm at with him. Um. So, Mike, before I, I'm sure you have other people waiting, but before you do put me back down, can I give you two, uh, two trade sure. um, ideas? You do it better than anybody I know. All right. So, it'd be John Wall, Eric Gordon, Daniel House Jr. They'd be headed to Orlando for Gary Harris, Jonathan Isaac, Mark Kelfoltz. That's the first one. Yes or no? I don't think the money matches, so I don't think I don't think they would do that. It's fifty-four million uh, on our side and sixty-six million on the Magic side, so it's a little off, but that would be. So wait, say that say that again. Gary Harris, Jonathan Isaac, and Markel Fultz. Yeah, Fultz just—I forgot. Fultz just signed that big deal. Fultz really doesn't make all that much sense to me, especially when you already have Jalen. But a Fultz Jalen Green backcourt, I would be interested in. I love Jonathan Isaac and what he brings. Gary Harris is a nice piece. I think Gary Harris, though, takes minutes away from a guy like a KJ Martin Jr. getting minutes. It's an interesting trade. I, I wouldn't immediately say no, but I don't think Orlando's doing that deal. Right. Because they would be going all in to be a top, what, eight team, barely in the East. Here's a little bit. Uh, crazy. I don't know if this is crazy, but it, so it'd be the same three guys from the Rockets going to Toronto for Siakam, Drogic, and Ananobi. So what? Wall, you said Wall, Gordon, and House. To House for Siakam, for Anun- Drogic, yeah. and Ananobi. I mean, I do that deal in, in two seconds. Now, I, why would they do that deal? I mean, you put John Wall in the same backcourt as Fred Van Fleet. Eh. I mean, you have two guys that do a lot of similar stuff. Uh, I mean, both deals probably would make the Rockets better. Obviously, I think it makes it better because you're getting nothing out of Wall right now. Um, Gordon really doesn't have a fit. Yeah, I mean, Lucas makes a good point. I don't think Toronto's moving OG. Uh, but I mean, it, it's a very interesting deal. Uh, I would definitely listen to those deals. I, like I think Magic better than the Raptors on myself. That would make more sense to, on my side. But yeah, they need to get. You know, can the Rockets? You know, take Mo Bamba and turn him into something. That's the type of guy that they need to look at. Um, but I mean, tonight, I mean, you went toe to toe with the Lakers inside of their own building. You know, Russ did what Russ does, which is fall down and get and get calls with better than anybody I've seen in the league. Uh, and by the way, I'm very happy that that dude is no longer a part of the organization because I couldn't stand when he was here. Um, but interesting, Ryan, for sure. 
Uh, anything to add before uh, we're actually going to wrap the show up here in a couple of minutes? Um, other than that, if, if so, we take away the turnovers, we make our free throws, we win this game by 10 points tonight. Yeah, the free throw thing drives me bananas. I just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, it's just tough. I mean, it's, it's tough when you play as well as you do, and that's what it comes down to. Or, you know, they can't turn the ball over. And I tweeted it out during the game. The Lakers don't play great team defense. They don't play great individual defense. They hack and they, they hope that they get calls. The, they put a lot of pressure on the Rockets tonight. They're a young team. You know, they're a young, developing team. And it's tough to play against a team like the Lakers that are so seasoned. They have so many games under them, you know, between, you know, AD when he's not dealing with one of his 14 injuries. Uh, you know, LeBron, you've got guys like Malik Monk. Like, it's a good team. They're a nice team. They're not great. They're not winning anything this year, in my opinion. Um, uh, I'm going to call for playing, and that's where I'm leaving it at, playing. No, nah, I think they'll be a top six team. I think they'll be a top six seed. Uh, just because I don't, I, I think the West is okay. I don't think it's great, you know, but I, I personally don't believe in that Lakers roster because I don't think it works playoff time. You know, I don't think Russ does anything to help improve their championship aspirations. I think they should have gone after a guy like a John Wall. I think John Wall would have made a lot more sense in LA than Westbrook did. I think the Lakers panicked when they picked up Westbrook. Uh, it just, it didn't make any sense at the time and it doesn't make sense now. It's just energy, energy player. That's what he's is. a nice player. Yeah, I mean, he, guys like him and Wall, I feel like are overrated in the league for what they've done. I think they're really good players. I think they make their bones on teams that aren't great. You know, John Wall dominated on Washington for years, and what did Washington ever accomplish? They never accomplished anything. So, you know, that may be an outlandish statement. I, I've been made, known to make one of those, you know, a time or two, but. You know, I mean, the pelts are on the wall, and, and neither one of those guys have really done anything of team significance since coming into the league. Individually, absolutely. But in, we, got Phoenix, you know, we, got, we got Phoenix, and then we got Cade. So we, well, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be fun watching Cade and Jalen go at it, though. That'd be a fun one to watch. <clears throat> yeah, that's a week from this Wednesday. So, Ryan, always enjoy you being on the show, my man. Of course, man. Later. All right, brother. All right. Uh, before we wrap the show up, first of all, thank you so much. Uh, great turnout tonight on uh, Spotify Green Room. I uh, can't thank y'all enough for joining me for the post game. <laughs> Excuse me, twelve thirty Central Time here. Uh, breaking down the next couple of games, the Rockets will be in Phoenix on uh, Thursday. Uh, Jeremy Brenner will have you for uh, the post game show. Uh, that's a nine o'clock tip. Uh, the Rockets will be at Denver on Saturday. That's a uh, four o'clock tip. And then Sunday at Golden State. Uh, so that's games three, four, and five of this five-game West Coast road trip. I mean, just absolutely brutal schedule for the Rockets. Um, but tonight, uh, they played well enough to give me hope that this team is developing. This team is getting better. They got to clean up the turnovers, work on the free throws, but... Love what I saw from Shengun tonight. Loved what I saw from Jalen Green in the first half. And then at the end, uh, hit two big three-point shots to get the Rockets back in the game late. Christian Wood was fantastic tonight. K.J. Martin Jr. is playing himself into a 
role on this team where if he's not playing 25 minutes plus a night, uh, the, the coaching staff is doing the fan base and the organization in this team a disservice. Um, so we'll continue to call for minutes for him. But that takes care of the show tonight. Thank you all so much for following us uh, on Twitter, here on Spotify Green Room, listening to the show. Uh, tonight was probably one of my favorite shows we've done in quite a while. And we can't do it with y'all, uh, without y'all, the listeners and everybody who uh, joined the show tonight. Uh, head over to Twitter, uh, follow uh, the mothership for the dream take, the dream shake at dream shake SBN. While you're on Twitter, give the dream take a follow at the dream take. You can follow me on Twitter at BSW podcast underscore MB. Give my uh, co-pilots, Mr. Jeremy Brenner, a follow at Jeremy Brenner. Uh, you can follow uh, Raymond Lucas Jr. Uh, at Raymond Lucas Jr. Uh, if you're on Facebook, give the uh, Dream Shake uh, a follow at the Dream Shake. Once again, wrapping up tonight's unhappy final from inside of uh, Staples Center. Rockets lose 119 to uh, 117 to the Los Angeles Lakers. Until next time, Rockets fans. Go Rockets!